0: The World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass
1: the salt. It's time. It's time.
0: Hey, you, pass the salt.
1: You know what? Why it's disintegrating? Cause we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you?
0: Pass the salt.
1: Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time.
2: I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan
1: Jellyfish. Hey, we pass the salt.
3: Pass the
2: salt.
1: comments expressed in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
2: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
1: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave dobenmeyer
2: hey good morning good morning feel like a little bit of a history lesson today now some days when you tune in uh you know we we never know what where we're going really we don't know what direction we're going sometimes it's Really, really thick with theology. Sometimes it's, and that's. So I'm going to do a little bit of a history lesson with you today because remember the scriptures tell us that our people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Are, we're just we don't know, we don't get it. I'm not you know I've, I've pinned that commentary, change the words, change the world, and I'm going to present some evidence to you about that today. And uh, you know the scripture says that if you're watching this show right now, the scripture doesn't say anything about this show. If you're watching this show, the scripture says you're a peculiar person. You're a peculiar person. And just as I was coming down the steps uh, this morning, my wife was here. Two of our grandkids spent the night with us last night, and and uh, the joy of getting up in the morning, having his little grats running around is always good. And as I was, as I got out of the chair, I sit in my easy chair by the fire. I don't even need the fire; just like the fire, and uh, said to, said to Michelle. Been doing this for six years. Six, what did I do before I did this? Every weekday morning for over six years, you guys have been coming and joining. We pick people up all the time. And I said to her, golly, has it ever revolutionized my life or not? Because there's a great pressure that comes with doing what I do. I mean, look, just so y'all know this. I don't have researchers. I think Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity and all those guys, they had researchers and producers. It's just me. It's just me and the Internet, the Lord. And I get up every morning, and I don't feel any pressure. But I know this, that at some point we're going to go live, and I have to have something that's worth listening to. You guys aren't going to continue to come back. I don't care if you continue to come back. Well, of course I do. That's not the focus of it. The focus of it is to keep you guys hungry enough for truth that you want to come back. And I run down the the list of people and thinks some have come and some have gone. Some come for a season, come some come for a reason. But I'm, I've been I've been faithful. One thing that the, the the Lord's gonna when He gives me my noogie when I get up there, he, he know I've been faithful to do what He asked me to do. We went on vacation a couple of days last week, and Michelle said, "You're not going to do your show, are you?" I said, Are you kidding me? Huh? I'd rather drink gasoline than not do my show. It's what fuels my entire day. It's not a burden, but it is because you got to try to bring fresh stuff all the time. Don't have to. I want to bring fresh stuff all the time. And there's new people that tune in all the time. So if some of the stuff that we go over today is old stuff, so I've heard all that. Well, not everybody has. All right. We're in an information war. If we understand that our people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, if we understand that if you change the words, change the world. Look what happened to the world when they simply changed the word gay. Look what happened to the world when they simply captured the rainbow. Now, can you imagine? Were they sitting around in some room and some guy said, uh, hey, we need some type of symbol. What symbol? Hey, Barry, what kind of symbol do you think we need? What do you think over there, Terry? What, what, what Love you, Terry. Uh, what kind of symbol? Well, let's come up with a rainbow because we're many colored and we're gay. Yeah, that'd be great. And look how the world changed over the use of a symbol and the use of a word. To a word, almost to a word, gay. That in the Bible it's called sodomy, sodomite. And if you we were to use that in today's culture, my goodness, you would be attacked by folks. That is the word in the Bible. But if you use the word in the Bible rather than the politically correct word gay, people in the church look at you. You know I'm telling you the truth, right? You know I'm telling you the truth. So we're in the mess of because we haven't kept up with it, right? And we haven't done We are afraid to do the hard work. And by the hard work, I mean this. We are afraid, excuse me, to speak the truth. That's the hard work, friends. Because the hard work of speaking the truth will cost you, friends. It will. Sorry. And uh, nobody wants to be hated. Although Jesus promised us that we would be hated of all men. You guys do know it says that, don't, don't you? Isn't that Matthew uh, chapter five? Pull that up here, real quick, Johnny boy. Matthew chapter five. First, uh, starts verse 13. No, not 13. Matthew chapter. You're not on my screen, John. I got Rich Wallace up on my screen for some reason. Oh, uh, maybe I've maybe i hit the wrong button here. Hang on. Let me let me see if I do it. Uh there he is. Uh, okay. Go on down there. This is the beat. Go on down. Blessed, 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 blessed. Uh, You're the salt of the earth. Stop right about in there. Uh, Keep going. No. And you shall be hated of all men. Somewhere it says keep going. And whoever shall break when you get into the mouth. No. Maybe it's up farther. It's up farther. Trust me. It says it in there. That you shall be hated of all men. You shall be hated of all men. And what's the, what's the word the church is trying to get us to do? We're, we're trying to be loved of all men. Jesus said they hated me first. Dude. But be blessed are you when men shall revile you. Stop again. Blessed are you when men shall revile you. Hey, Johnny, go to Webster real quick. What's revile? Does anybody ever call you Johnny? No. Uh, revile. Revile. Blessed are you when men shall Uh, to reproach, to treat with oburbious and contemptuous language. I don't even know what opprobrious language is, but it certainly isn't good. Blessed are you when reproach, contumely, contemptuous. Blessed are you when you use language that others hate. That's what it says. You're going to be hated. Huh? They're going, re- they're going to do more than they're not. They're going to do more than revile you. Yeah? Hey, Johnny, see if you can pull up, oppropri. I'm a, I'm a wordsmith, and I don't even know what to what, what they would say for approprias. O p p. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. What is approprias? Reproachful and contemptuous, scurrilous. Blasted with infamy, despised, rendered hateful. (laughs) Blessed are you when you use words that are blasted with infamy and they're despised and rendered hateful. Folks, that's exactly where we are. And the message of the church is a message of love. And Jesus, that's not what he said. When he talked about love, hey, look at here. He talked about love. He talked about love for these little things. That's love. I don't speak appropriately to her about her. I speak love, right? But the promise is, if you talk like we talk on this show, you want a lot of hatred. Don't get a lot of it. All right. So, uh, for some of the new ones, God, I'm nine minutes in. I got to shut up and get rolling on here. Okay, and you run back upstairs. Love you, sweetie. Love you, sweetie. Um, where was it? she? Broke my. Okay, good. Good. Some. Hey. Remember this. Something wrong with you when all men speak highly of you. Something seriously wrong, folks. Something seriously wrong. Jesus said, they hated me first. They're going to hate you. They hated me first. Okay, so let me do something before I get Myra in here. Number one, I've seen this. This may not apply to you, but it applies to me. Johnny, pull up the, first, the very first thing. He doesn't even have a number. Friends, there is a shortage in America today. Are you ready for this? A baby formula all oh, you got to do is just just google it. Google it. Baby formula. What is going on with the production of baby formula something something really, really amiss there, okay so i'm I'm putting this up here, and you can stick this in the hat there for me John John. Uh, how to make your own homemade baby formula? There's a there's a uh, um, recipe at the bottom of this thing. Uh, I saw this on, I saw this on about three different things yesterday. And and my son, of course, uh, we have we have two brand new grandchildren. Uh, my son's wife isn't breastfeeding, so she needs formula. And he's emailed us twice. Said, hey guys, if you see any formula, pick it up for us, will you? They're in baby formula out there, friends. you are in baby formula. So. For what it's worth, I want to throw that out there. I put that in the chat form there, John, if you could. And then, second thing, I think this is really, really important, and I want to get into this later. Uh, the next one about natural news. I don't. I'm not, I hope this doesn't come across as braggadocious, although I really don't care if it does. Mike Adams did an article on us yesterday. Coach Dave Dobbin, our Christians have to reclaim the territory for Christ, and it's the broadcast that I did last a uh, couple weeks ago with. Uh, I think uh, Craig was in the yeah Craig was in it with us and it goes and spells out all the places we've been gone and the things that we've been doing about going to the Guidestones and about going to yeah, I mean it's really really well done and folks I don't know if you have any idea the reach of this article I mean <laughs> natural this is a big deal man and so I want to encourage you because uh, you know Clay is uh Clay's been in my ear a little bit it's all good I don't didn't mean it that way that maybe we ought to, our brigades, maybe we ought to lead this, the, the pounding end of these stakes. Maybe we need to do this because it sure has, uh, everybody I've talked to, it's really, really, it's really caught fire. So, John, if you can, maybe you can put that in the chat as well. You say, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, teach people how to stake their properties. Teach them how to go stake their schools and stake their city councils. This is this would be something that would be a natural for the salt and light Brigade to be able to do. And, uh, man. Kevin Hughes wrote this, Mike, uh, uh, Mike Adams posted it on. It's incredible. So who knows what the Lord's doing there? Dr. Paul, come on in. <clears throat>
1: uh, the baby formula thing is an old trick. The uh, manufacturers of that went to Africa during a drought and uh, were giving it to these, uh, you know, folks that didn't have anything. Right. And then they, you know, forcing them to have to pay for it. And then, then they took it away and all these children died.
2: That's right. <laughs> huh?
1: so think think about that. The idea though, is there's not a lot of that kind of poverty in the world anymore. So it's always better to breastfeed if you can do that. Breast, and that's good for the baby and everything else. So if you can breastfeed, breastfeed, you need the formula you can do, but there's a lot of different formulas and not that, just don't add up to breast milk.
2: I get it. I get that, brother. I get that. But if you don't have breast milk, uh, you, you have to have formula. I'm well, open the can here. Joanne, come on in.
0: Yeah, uh, a little bit of conspiracy
1: theory. Do you think it has anything to do with um, the people that have taken the COVID shot so that their children get don't have breast milk? Because isn't mm. it carried through the breast milk?
2: Well, as it could also be the fact that they're going to hide uh, the death of young babies, uh, blaming it on COVID, when in, who, know, who knows, right? Who knows what the heck's going on with these Luciferians? I don't know, John. Na- Naomi. Dr. Jockers, the one that you showed,
1: the baby formula recipe, yeah. he's a very good resource, very trustworthy.
2: Thank you, Naomi. Uh, yeah, because I showed it to Michelle this morning because it, it is literally hitting our family. Literally, it is. There's a shortage of this stuff. You can't go to the store and find it's not on the shelves, friends. Well, oh, I wish I could get up here a minute. Can I? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna show you something else. Uh, I, Mark, don't say anything. Somebody else can say something. Give me 30 seconds. I got to go get something. Hang on. It's just
3: planned attack at the country. If they're burning down the places to manufacture food, now they're doing this, and then they're raising the fuel prices. They're Going to have uh, shortages on on electricity this year. Uh, water it's running out in California. California. It's just a it's a, it's a plan attack Right, it's a starvation agenda. It's a Morgan's plan. What did,
1: what did people do before formula came on the market?
3: Goat's milk.
2: Pardon me a second. As I had to walk away from my million-dollar studio here. I want to show he you evaporated something. Evaporated milk. Uh, folks, listen. Uh, I'm I just I'm not trying to be an alarmist, okay? Over the last uh at least three months, I've gone to uh, a local what's the heck uh, I never remember doing that store because I love these things. Clemens original summer sausages. And they're good to have in, in uh as preparation. Because you don't have to refrigerate them, all right? It's just a great big piece of what would I call bologna. Uh, they call it summer sausage. Becoming come in big links like that. They're like $5 for one of these things. And over the past uh, year or so, I've been getting some of them regularly, been getting them. And I, I go to Rural King, that's it. You go online, you look up Clemens. And it tells you where to get them. And one place again is Rural King. And for at least the, fact, for the last three months, I go to Rural King, and they don't have—they're—they're they're not all one of them on the shelf. And I got—I got a hold of somebody yesterday at Rural King. I said, "Hey, you ever going? Are you ever going to get these things back in?" And he just looked at me. He says, "Well, sir, the order's been placed. Three months you haven't been able to get them. Now I'm going to tell you something, folks." Fuel prices, those gasoline, diesel prices have never been higher than they are now, and it will impact the price of everything. Are you sitting down? Are you ready? Because all of that money that they gave out to stimulate the economy is coming due now, friends. All that funny money money that they put out there, the trillions and trillions of dollars that they printed, that meaningless money that they keep you and hawk over, uh -uh. uh-uh, that thing's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. And how do you know it's coming to an end? Because I saw again today that Biden now wants to forgive college debt. My friends, look, he can't forgive college debt. Joe Biden isn't. He doesn't own the purse strings. And all forgiveness of college debt does is transfer the debt to you and me, transfers it to someone else. So no, fruit. It's for this cause, then, that those of us who still continue to pay taxes have got to take a long, hard look and ask ourselves, is this a righteous thing to continue to do? They sent 50 billion, if my numbers are right, I could be wrong, 50 more billion, 50 billion more to Ukraine. Where are they getting the money to do that? And you guys are struggling, can't even put gas in your tanks. Can't even find baby formula. There's something really, 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 really nefarious going on, friends. Something really, really nefarious. And I would just say to you again, as I've said over before, just uh, prepare. Whatever the Lord says, unto you do it. Come on in, Mark Then Rochelle.
3: Oh, yeah. Thanks, Coach. Uh, so, Dr. Paul, verify this. Uh, breastfeeding, one of the advantages is it uh, increases natural immunity in the baby, uh, both mm-hmm. as a baby and later on in life. So you know maybe a virus is going to come along that's targeted against the babies uh, that uh, yeah. you know, don't, don't get the natural immunity I don't know, but uh, there's uh, definitely an advantage in breastfeeding as far as uh, uh, the health and development of the baby uh, short term and long term.
2: Yes, but evidently mark, there are a lot of people who aren't and we have to continue somehow to get uh, get the nutrients into the children so those I'm with you, but those are the ones I'm concerned about yeah right.
0: Uh, thanks, Coach. Good morning, team. Um, well, it, it should prompt moms to make their own. If they're not being able to breastfeed, make your own. It's There's so much garbage. It's just garbage. You're feeding your baby poison. You don't even know it. Read the ingredients and you'll see. But not only are they attacking um, our babies, uh, there's also all kinds of recalls on our food. I mean, I, there's, there's over a thousand pages of recalls on our food. And when you look at them, you'll see, oh, a lot of these are items that would store very well. So um, they go in, there's been no, nobody's complained of getting sick, but they just, they'll throw out a reason. Oh, well, we tested this and it had simonella or this, there may be metal fragments in it. Well, there's been no complaints of people getting sick or finding metal fragments. So um, they're just, Mm. yeah, everybody should use this as a time to just grow Mm. something. Just learn how to grow something. I've never
2: seen Rochelle, I've never seen fatter people in my life than we see in America right now, and I'm not making fun of anybody. I mean, I see people who are unbelievably – they're riding around in carts. They're so heavy, right? Now, folks, it has to be what we're eating. It can't just be lack of exercise. We're eating a lot of empty calories that do not fill you up. They don't fill you up. Or you're eating so much sugar. You eat so much sugar that you're never, ever satisfied. We are so fat so fat, and uh, it's all part of that plan, I think. Uh, Gary, come on in, and then Debbie. Yeah, real quick, uh, this is a definite attack, but I want you to, uh, to put something in perspective here. Gas is 25 cents a gallon right now. Because if you have a pre-64 <laughs> quarter, if you try to buy it, it could cost about $4.50. Yeah, and You can see what's happening. The prices are not going up as much as the, the, the dollar is being devalued. And as they print more and as other countries are going to use it less and send it back, to, that <clears throat> money comes back into our, into our society, it's going to devalue it even
3: more. So what we're and having Gary, is we're now, hyperinflation. Well,
2: well, one of the worst things is, Gary, they, they inflate everything, pay you more money, and then collect more taxes off of you. It's a rigged game, folks. It's a rigged game. Houses around. I can't believe the price of houses around here. And now they're trying. To, I don't know if you saw this or not. This happened to my my son-in-law. He bought he bought some uh, apartments. or, yeah, whatever. He bought some apartments. When he bought the apartments, the the uh, county comes in and immediately reassesses the taxes on the price he paid for the property. Do you believe? Can you believe that? So. So he bought, let's say, I don't know, let's say he bought it for two hundred thousand, and last time that they they were worth one hundred and twenty. Well, now they're worth two hundred. Well, all of a sudden, boom! The, the county hits him and says, "Oh, you got to pay taxes on two hundred. That's what they're worth now." Got folks, this is this is and You know what? Coach, to add on that real quick. A friend, a friend in Florida, he bought a house. He paid one hundred and eighty thousand dollars for then it. Then went up to four some thousand dollars. They taxed them when it crashed in two thousand and eight. They didn't lower the taxes because the value was $160,000. Yeah, they didn't give him his money back, did they, Gary? No,
3: no, no. They didn't recess it then.
2: I got listen, I'm heading somewhere. I should, I, we opened up early today. Debbie, come in, then Rich, and then Kevin. Then no more because I'm going someplace else. Go, Debbie.
1: Okay, on the baby formula, when you and I yep. were born, there was no baby formula you bought. My mom yep. could not nurse us, and so she made our formula back in the 50s. And Mike Adams even did a segment on it saying, you know, try and read the ingredients on those cans. He was Mm. like trying to encourage people to make your own formula. There's good uh, recipes out there. And I can remember my mom uh, cooking formula for my brother. And, Mm. you know, he said, you just don't worry. You need to make your own, you know, if you can. Well, they're very much discouraging that. They're all over the TV going, oh, no, you can't put the vitamins and minerals and all this stuff in it that your baby needs and all this kind of stuff. So you know what? If they don't want you to do it, then you know that
3: you should do it.
2: Yep. Trust me. I'm from the government. Here we go. Rich Then Kevin.
3: Yeah. The, the, you might, uh, besides for the spiritual reasons, you might want to start getting used to fasting uh, <laughs> just to stretch your food. And two, if you're the plumpest one on the on the block, then they're all going to know you were prepared for the shortfall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get myself in shape, I guess.
2: Come on in there, uh, uh, Kevin. Yeah.
3: Coach, the globalists know that 70% of the immune system is in the gut, and they targeted the gut. Through the foods, the poisons, the GMOs, they turned your food into a soft-kill weapon, and that's, that's right. exactly what it is. It is. We can see the effects of it, and you've you said it many times, and I've said it many times, just look at pictures and videos of people back in the 50s and the 40s and the 30s before they yep. instituted this, and you can yep. see the physical difference.
2: Amen. Reggie said uh, the world beat, whipped, and utterly destroyed the body of our Savior. Yeah, don't miss this. They destroyed the body of our Savior. And what are we right now? Aren't we his body? Wouldn't it be their goal to whip and destroy his body still right now? I'd say so. Good catch there, Reggie. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, Coach, get yourself. Somebody just – Stephanie always wants to say something. We're eating empty calories and having mindless sex, shoving pharma into our bodies and drinking the rest away with alcohol. The Luciferians have broken down all barriers to get into the meat suit for control. Taken, away God and tried to destroy anything He created. They use anything artificial, to poison us. Amen, Stephanie. Uh, yeah, embrace. If I, oh my, okay, Brisha, I got you. Michelle's growing a garden. We're growing a garden. Everybody's growing a garden. I, okay, so I want to do some. I want to do a little bit of instruction today. Change the words, change the world, right? And uh, I was. I've been watching what's been going on in, the, in the, the legal system in particular. There's nothing more corrupt in, in the world than uh, America's legal system. In America's legal system, uh, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I know several of them. The whole job of an attorney is to destroy the truth. If you are a good attorney, uh, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The job of an attorney is to raise doubt about truth. That's his entire job. Dr. Paul's getting ready to go into a hearing. Uh, is it tomorrow, Dr. Paul? Uh, your hearing tomorrow?
1: Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to mention there's a there's a brilliant man that comes to this, but he works nights. His name is Wade Colin Wade, I believe. Um, he I talked to him at length yesterday because this whole board thing bores me. But he talked to me about the legal system. He's he's just a brilliant guy. I hope I hope he reaches out. Back to this forum because he's a wealth of knowledge that I'm using tomorrow because I'm twisting it on him. This isn't about my license; it's about killing babies, my friend.
2: Yeah, Well, so okay. So so that's what I'm. How do we? How do we get to the point? This is where I'm trying to head. Actually, how do we? How do we get to the point in America where they could convince so many millions of people that uh, little babies aren't humans? Can you? I mean that that is like unbelievable, isn't it? But see, it's the same, it's the same methodology that they've used to tell us that boys aren't boys and girls aren't girls. When the very it is so very obvious scientifically that a baby is alive and that a boy, if he has balls, a scrotum, and a penis, he's a boy. I mean, come on, come on, man, as Joe Biden would say. Come on, man. Yet these very obvious things that we're dealing with are in such debate worldwide. How did that happen? How did that happen to us? Well, because the job of the attorneys were to get, talking about getting before the Supreme Court in particular, or legislating laws, transgender. Transgender has now become an established scientific term. What did we call transgenders back when, Back when I was a kid. What do we anybody know what we called them? Anybody know? Queers. Yeah, that, but not else. What else we call them specifically?
1: Freaks.
2: Cross dressers. Freaks. Cross dressers. But cross-dressers, folks. They were cross-dressers. And now we have a whole society of transgenders. See what they do? They change the words and they change everything. Who does it? Well. Lucifer, the father of lies, did God really say to Eve? Did God really say you couldn't have sex? Did God really say that? Did God really say that you can't have everything you want? Did God really say that? And so the devil (laughs) attacks God through truth. Deception! Everything is deception. So, as I was got up this morning, one of the first things that popped up in the, in the, into me today was this. We don't even understand words. The idea that there is a separation between the church and the state. Now, remember when that was written back in 1801, Thomas Jefferson's letter to the Danbury Baptist. Again, I told you it's going to be a history lesson. I'm going to tie some scripture in here in a second, right? Uh, the separation between the church and the state. Because back then, the church, the government, was the church, the Church of England. The king was a head of the church, right? He was ahead head of the church, and he was ahead head of the government. The king was king over religion and politics. He was king over both. And so when the pilgrims came here, they said, uh, sorry, we don't want politicians running our faith. That's why they came there. They were called separatists, right? Because what did they want more than anything? They no longer wanted a king ruling the church. And so when they wrote the letter to the Danbury Baptists about the separation between the church and state, uh, by the way, they didn't write that. The Danbury Baptists were concerned that the government was going to dictate religion to them. That's what they were worried about. it It was a Christian nation. So read the Mayflower Compact. So they weren't worried about their faith. They were worried about the, once again, the American government was going to be run by a king who was going to be over the church as well as over the state. So Thomas Jefferson writes back, says, no, 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 no. Anyway, without reading the letter, no separate. No, no, church and state's always going to be separate. Yada, yada, yada. But words mean things. They change the words and they change the world. So Thomas Jefferson in 1801, when that letter came to him from the Danbury Baptist, Thomas Jefferson responded and said, well, uh, <clears throat> there, there's a separation between the church and the state. So I think in order for us to get a good grasp of what's going on here, maybe it would be a good idea if we went back a little bit and figured out exactly what those words meant. So that's what I did today. Pull up church down at the bottom. Church,
3: church, yeah. Can you Do that for me, uh, Johnny Boy.
2: Church. A house. A house is segregated to the worship of God. Listen, a house, a house consecrated to the worship of God. Among Christians, the Lord's house. The church is the Lord's house. The church is not some religious system. Do you get what I'm saying here? So when they when they said that when uh, when the, the founder, when Thomas Jefferson took this on, when the Supreme Court took it on in 1947, they all of a sudden determined that the church was Christianity. Christianity was the church. So what they should have said in the Everson versus the Board of Education case was that there's a separation between Christianity and the government. That's not what they said. They said there's a separation between the church, which is what? A house consecrated to the worship of God. Individual churches, the separation between the church and the state. Hey, that's another word. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Not a separation between the church and the government. Didn't say that. He said there was a separation between the church and the state. Well, what's the state? What's a state? Why would they use that funny word? That was a cue, Jonathan. What's a state? Huh? Well, condition, circumstance of being or anything at any given time. We say the body is in a sound state, the state of mind, modification of anything, crisis. Folks, there was a separation between the church and the state, which was individual colonies. Each individual colony having the right to adopt whatever religion they chose to adopt. Is anybody picking up what I'm saying yet? Why did they say the separation between the church and the feds? Why did they use the term state? Because religion was a state's rights issue. If you wanted to be Catholic, then you went to Maryland. If you wanted to be uh, Quaker, you went to Pennsylvania. If you wanted to be Baptist, you went to, uh, what's the name of that place up there? Connecticut. If you wanted to be uh, Dutch Reformed, uh, hmm, I think you went to New York. If you wanted to be Episcopalian, whatever they call it then, uh, I think you went to Massachusetts. You understand, folks? You understand that when they were dealing with this, they were not arguing over whether or not Americans had the right to have Christianity in their government. They were arguing over which church it was that was going to be in charge. Don't you see it? And they took the term church and made it universal. Isn't it interesting? They didn't say that there was a separation between religion and the state, did they? No, they didn't say that. Is it because they didn't know? Well, I think they knew exactly what they were talking about. And so here we come along a hundred and some years later in Everson versus the Board of Education. And what do those stupid justices think? Well, they changed the words. <laughs> they changed the words. They make state feds. They make states government. They make religion Christianity. And they said, yeah, we got to keep Christianity and the government separate and that was not what it said. Hang on a minute. I'm going to go deeper. You ought to be taking notes because you need to be explaining this to everybody you come in contact with. Because they don't get churches. The people you go to church with believe there's a separation between the church and state. You know that, don't you? You know that. And because they believe there's a separation between the church and state, they think God wants the government to rule over the individual person. That's how, that's the that's the two-card money they played on us. Church, yeah, you can go over and you be the church. You do whatever you want to over here. We're the state, and we are in charge. Back in those days, state was individual. Okay, hang on. So said, so well, Coach, uh, what's religion? Because we don't need religious values in this country. No religious values. Jonathan, do we have religion in there? I think I did. What's religion? Well, religion is in most comprehensive state, includes a belief in the being and perfections of God. Now, remember, this is written in 1828. It's in the revelation of his will to man, a man's obligation to obey his commands and state of reward and punishment, yada, yada. Religion, number two, as distinct from theology. Is godliness a real pride in practice? Number three, religion as a distinct from virtue and morality consists in the performance of the duties we owe directly to God, to our creator. Number four, any system of faith and worship. In this sense, religion comprehends the belief and worship of pagans and Mohammedanism as well as Christians. Any religion consisting in the belief of a superior power is a religion. It's a religion. What Bob Dylan sing? You gotta serve somebody. You gotta serve somebody. So even the pagan serves somebody. Stephanie, who's the pagan serve? Who's the pagan serve, Stephanie? Put up paganism. Put up paganism. Paganism. Heathenism. The worship of false gods, or the system of religious opinions and worship maintained by pagans. Hey folks! Paganism is legal in America. Christianity isn't. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. We say, well, paganism's uh paganism's legal because it's not a religion. Oh it isn't? It's listed in here. Oh wait a minute, say coach, yeah, but that's just that's just Watts' name. That's just that's just uh old uh Webster was he know okay well then uh, let's do this one then real quickly uh, let's go to uh, uh, number two number two uh, uh, Johnny Boy number two case law Tercasa versus Watkins 1961 trying to decide whether there was a religion and go on down to where it says later we decided going down far keep going keep going keep going there it is there it is. later the court says, we decided Everson versus the Board of Education. That's right, separate church and state. Let's look, look at this, friends. The established, this is what the this is what Everson versus the Board of Education said in 1947, which opened the door to the destruction of Christianity in America. The Establishment of Religion Clause of the First Amendment means at least this: neither a state nor the federal government can set up a church. As a, as, are we trying? Is the federal government trying to set up a church? Trying to set up? See, get one. Uh, hang on. Neither can they pass laws which aid one religion, aid all religions, or prefer one religion over another. Neither can force nor influence a person to go to or to remain away from church against his will, or force him to profess a belief or disbelieve in any religion. No person can be punished for entertaining or professing religious beliefs or disbeliefs. How about taking a job for church attendance or non-attendance? No tax in any amount, large or small, can be levied to support any religious activities or institutions. What about humanism in our schools, paid for by the government? Whatever they may be called or whatever form they may adopt to teach or practice religion, neither a state nor the federal government can openly or secretly participate in the affairs of any religious organization or groups and vice versa. In the words of Jefferson, the clause against the establishment of religion by law was intended to erect a wall of separation between the church and the state. They changed the word again. They changed the word again. So folks, what is the established religion of the American society today? What is the established religion of your local school? The established religion of your local school is what? Humanism. It's humanism. It's humanism! It's the established religion of your school. It's the established religion of your government. You understand this? Yep. You understand what they've done to us? Amen. Human. Jonathan's all over. Humanism is a progressive philosophy of life. These are all the different definitions of humanism. I'm glad you pulled that up there, John. But you know, there's such a thing as called religious humanists. Religious humanists. Religious humanists. Because what is religion? What is religion? Well, it's a belief in something. It's a belief. Can there be a religion of uh, COVID? Is there a religion of, dare I say it, pharmacology? Do you have to be part of it? Of course you did. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yes. All the humanism is is an approach to life based on reason and our common humanity. Recognize that moral values are properly founded on human nature and experience alone. See, they want to have a core set of values without the core. I was having the discussion the other day. Why is abortion wrong? Folks, if if Christianity, the killing of a human being, is not at the core of birth, then we don't have it, we have no morality. If morality becomes whatever you want to make it to be, we have no morality. But you try to go into a courtroom and make a religious argument against the courts, you can't do it because they already got a religion. It's humanism. They already got one. They don't want Christianity. If you show up with Christianity as your defense, they will throw it out. That's why they make you take shots, jabs, right? Because the government can't, why? Well, they can't support or enforce your view, right? Hang on, I'm about done. About done. Say Somebody say, Coach, this is really good. I didn't know any of this, Coach. I didn't know.
1: Real good, coach.
2: Thanks. Thanks. Secular. Secular. Because then they put secular humanism. And the pastors stand in the pulpits and say, we have to separate the sacred from the secular. Our pastors tell us that. Why? Because our dumb pastors believe there's a separation between Christianity and government. That's not what they say. They call it the church and the state. Why we wouldn't want to force our beliefs on anyone else. But wait a minute, the Great Commission, the Great Commandment, which we talked about yesterday, a great commandment to me was to t- go into all the world and teach them to observe. If they tell me I can't do that, they're violating my right to my freedom of religion. They don't have the right to come in and indoctrinate my kids in the government chosen religion of secularism, which is what? Pertaining to this present world or to things not spiritual, or holy. Relating to things not immediately or primarily respecting the soul, but the body. Secular means worldly. The secular concerns of life, respect-making provision for the support of life, the preservation of help. The health, the temporal prosperity of men of states. Secular power is that which superintends and governs the temporal affairs of men. The civil or political power and is contradistinguished from spiritual or established ecclesiastical power. (laughs) We traded Christianity for do whatever the hell you want to do. And the government says, "Oh, uh, your choice, your body, or your body, your choice. Oh, who are we to judge? Who are we to tell you that you that you that you got to give birth to that baby? Oh, no, no. But take this damn shot. If you don't have this shot, you ain't eating, you ain't working, you ain't doing nothing. This is where the battle lies. The battle lies. Do you know atheism is a religion?" Oh, yes, sorry. I got that. I got all this here. Atheism's a religion. Huh? And here we sit, a conglomerate of the most powerful force in all the world, and we deny its ability to even function. Atheism is the disbelief of the existence of a God or supreme intelligent being. Look at this. Listen to this. Atheism Mr. Webster said, is a ferocious system that leaves nothing above us to excite all nor around us to awaken tenderness, atheism, a black, dark hole. And the religion, hey, hey, John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test you real quick here, John. Just Just Google religions of the world, religions of the world. Can you imagine what would happen to you if you tried to prevent huh you tried to uh, critical race theory is humanism you try to come against their religion can you imagine can you imagine and push back of the most uh, we widely practiced good put, put them up there John click on that thing that'd be good World's the most widely widely practice religions in the world scrolling down there keep let's see what we we'll find here christianity's big biggest second most widely is, is islam Hinduism has a billion followers. Right, folks, you got to serve somebody. (laughs) You got to serve somebody and teach our children. The Bible says, Can two walk together lest they agree? Here they are the next most widely practiced religion Shinto, Sikhism. Scroll down, John 104 million, 25 million, Judaism. And I'm founding that isn't that funny? They don't classify Judaism with Christianity. I thought it was Judeo Christian. Daoism, Muslim, Kyodai, die right? <clears throat> I don't know where I'm going this morning other than it's time that we had a history lesson and understand the diabolical nature of what they've done to us. And whether you realize it or not, you're bending your knee every day to secularism, which is a religion. Every day. Every on, day. God. You're right. You bend you're your right. knee to secularism. And not only do we bend our knee to secularism, we financially support it, which is a separation between the church and the state. Change the words. Change the world. Come on in, James J. Say, Coach, I I never learned any of this in school, Coach. I never even learned any of this in my church, Coach. Go ahead,
3: Jim. Not that I want to give our fantastic government any ideas, but uh, they're already denying people health care coverage, which for the, more or less is already government run. Uh, health care services, if they don't take the jab,
2: it's Discrimination, religious uh, discrimination, right, Jim?
3: Right. I believe the next step is going to be oh, you want your Social Security? Oh, you gotta take the jab you want care yeah. service you gotta take the jab we know where it's gone don't we
2: we know where it's gone come on friends we know where this thing's heading don't we and they're forcing us to serve other gods they are hey friends the church puts other gods in. they put the god of government above Christ tell me I'm telling you the truth of course they do the church closed down when the government, God, the secular God, said to the church, "Bow its knee." No way, get no getting around it, Reggie. I say, Coach, you sound pissed. I am. No, Reggie.
0: <laughs> Sorry, um, so Coach, when you sent that text last night, I texted you back. I have a really hard time articulating, especially I don't want to be long-winded on the text, but. Those of us have been taking strongholds down in the spirit realm. Um, we we go undetected, uh, except in the spirit world. What okay. you did for Salt and Light and past the salt was your article declared an open war, which is good because yeah, it's coming to enough. that apex. And and so you're gonna now what you're describing your your right today what you're describing is exactly this. It's gonna start manifesting now in in in. In this world, we're going to start seeing it. And that's why mm. I think you're leading a really great thing. And we're doing stuff quietly, but you're now openly declaring war. And mm. I I, and I got your back. I got your back. Well,
2: the Lord openly declared war, right? Because the Lord brought that to the attention of Mike Adams. Whatn't me? The Lord brought that to the attention of Mike Adams. And folks, listen, you're serving whether you want to believe it or not, you're either serving yourself out of fear, or you're serving a secular God. I'm just telling you, there ain't no two ways about it. But here's the problem, see, when we go to, uh, when we go to the Babylonian system, we go to judges who are secularists. They are practicing secularism. Do you understand that, friends? Do you understand that? You're going to people. Who have a different religion than you have, and you're letting those people who have a different religion, called secularism, humanism, call it whatever, atheism, call it whatever you want to. They are then allowed to. They're allowed to force their beliefs on you. They're they're saying you're trying to force your beliefs on everybody else. And you said no, no, no. I'm just freely practicing my faith. They say you can't practice that faith here. That faith isn't allowed here. Why? Because there's a separation between Christianity and government. Why won't they call it what it is? Because we've let them get away with it. Jeff, come on in.
1: Coach, we have a couple things coming up. Saturday at twelve thirty at the square for the babies. Monday night at six school board meeting. So we'll have a couple days there. The people in the garage are excited. There was twelve of them last Saturday. I announced it last night. They're ready to go again. I
3: mean, we're inviting some pastors if they want to come, but we're not waiting on them. So that'd and be that, good. Hey, in the we got
2: to do it, man. We got to do it. We got, hey, look, folks, Reggie hit, really. Reggie hit it. The Holy Spirit declared war. The Holy Spirit declared war. And the Holy Spirit amended us and says, yes, go tear down those high places. Yes, go do that. Amen. Stay he, he, the Holy Spirit amended. it. How, how hard would it be? folks? Oh, oh, come on. All the, all the programs on Brighton, They take that program and they write a feature on it. Come on, you're smarter than that. Jessica.
0: As far as changing the words and changing the world, what does government funded mean?
2: (laughs) What does government mean?
0: Right. Right. what, What does government funded mean? The government doesn't have any money of its own. And Lucifer knows scripture. And it says, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. So we, in, in more than just the ways we realize we are being forced to worship their religion. Financially supported.
2: That's right. Financially supported, right? Yes. Do they have the right, Jessica, do they have the right to take money from me to kill babies with it?
1: Of course no. not.
2: No. no, no, Do they have the right to teach critical race theory in our schools? No. no. Do they have the right to teach homosexuality in our schools? No, do they have the right to teach secularism in our schools? No. The only reason they're getting away with it is we're too damn stupid to understand what's going on. Amen. We think secularism is neutral. Hey, folks, Satan created secularism, dudes. (laughs) He created it. Oh Myra, I forgot all about you this one. I got rubber ripping roaring rolling here.
0: It's not
1: a problem, Coach. This is your show, the Holy Spirit leads you. And in regard to what Reggie said and what we prayed yesterday with the Christian Revolution at 7.30 p.m. every Tuesday, um, and the Holy Spirit did okay, to, okay, so I say Psalm 156, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Revival is revolution. I'm for revival. I'm for revolution, baby. I'm for revolution. Jesus Christ was a revolutionary, babes. He was a revolutionary. The pilgrims were revolutionaries. Boom. They called it the revolutionary war. Wake the hell up. Clay, come on in.
0: Come
3: on. Yeah, I want to just pass this along to the team. Uh, St- Steve Hemphill with the Active Faith Ministries has some donors that are already saying that they'll provide us spiritual warfare stakes free of charge for the staking of abortion clinics and prisons and other places will be considered on a case-by-case basis. And, and another, thing, another thing what? I was thinking about, Coach, is m- the Masonic uh, leaders – they got statues in Washington, D.C., and and it, they don't have any of the government pushing back against Masons and stuff.
2: Well, they don't. So, you
3: know, if we start staking out Masonic places, the general public thinks that the Masonic, uh, the Masons are based on a Christian religion. So yep. if we start staking out Masonic places, they'll ask the question, what are you doing that for? I thought that was your people. And then that'll uh, that'll separate us. From, you
2: do folks do you know that there's a masonic in Ohio anyway? There's a masonic temple in every township in our state. Not counties, not counties. There's 88 counties, but there's like three. Siri, how many townships in Ohio? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. 1,308 townships in Ohio. 1,308 townships in Ohio, and every one of them have a Masonic temple. 1,308. Every one of us out there could be staking Masonic temples in our townships. 1,308 of them. What's going on? Something going on. Joe Allen. (laughs) When you... uh...
3: Put out there with mike adams that just shows why everybody's
2: looking at alternative news they are that's right nobody's listening to the tv no more they're not putting on this tv because they were seeing
3: all the lies from the government in the local yeah. states
2: so so joseph everybody listens uh johnny boy put that in the chat i want everybody to share that article from Mike Adams. Share it with everybody you know. Share it with everybody you know. And I believe that this can catch fire and that it's something that we can organize the Salt and Light Brigade to, to do. Come on in, Julie and Paul.
1: Good morning. You know, Coach, you're so right about the townships. I live in a village, and there's ones right across the street from the church. I'm like, hello. <laughs> and, and, and how
2: big is your township, Julie? Your, your township, I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like two thousand people, and it's like crazy. And it's they do a breakfast every Saturday, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're hurting them in, you know. And I every time I drive by there, I pray. I'm like, Lord, just you know, tear it down. Those
2: are the kings of this earth, folks. Those are the kings of the earth. They 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 masquerade. Where's Rustizdar, Moscow schismata, Mazo schismata, masquerading as an angel of light. Mazo Schismato. Mega schismato. Mega schismato. Thank you. Mega Schismato. They're operating as an angel of light. These are the dark forces, friends. The dark forces. Roger, come on in.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm with you on the Masonic Temple. But here's my question for the Q. Dave, I don't know anybody who is a member who has joined who's under 30 saying, wow, I'm ready to be a Masonic. I mean, I don't know, am I, am I just in the wrong class of people? I know nobody that is actively joining
2: involved in the Masonic temple. Um, what am I missing? Cause you know, I don't I know hope anybody that joined or is involved in it. Let's starve them. That's what I would say. Let's call them for what it is and starve Mount Rock. I'm with you, Roger, but I'm sure it's going on. Uh, Rick Black, our local, uh, County commissioner. He big Mason. He just got reelected. He big Mason. Yeah, Rick, I hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. Kathy, come on in.
0: Hey, coach. I just want to say in this little town I live in, Apopka, they have a sign out in front of the Masonic Lodge claiming that this is the oldest building in Apopka.
2: Wow. Well, let's start staking those things, huh? (laughs) Let's start staking those things and taking them back. Dr. Paul.
0: Real
1: quick, I got to be my lawyer in about two minutes. Um, Roe versus Wade, it's about privacy. Um, as you know, and uh, this idea that a woman has a right to do what it, her body what she wants with. Just That's keep right. in mind, once they eliminate Roe versus That's Wade, they, they, rip, they get rid of privacy yeah. and they got like the vaccines because you won't own your body anymore. So oh, it's, it's, it's create the problem, give a solution, Create another problem. Just keep that in mind, guys. Um, Those Luciferians
2: or something. Amen. It
1: is. It's crazy. By the way, Coach, you're on fire. I love you, man. Amen. Truth today. I am stoked for tomorrow. I gotta go. (laughs) God bless you all.
2: Bless you, Paul. Teresa, quickly.
1: Everyone I know that is coming into the Masons is, and I do know people has been brought in under the guise of it's a social club. It opens doors for you
3: financially, and that's how they get them in.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean. Everything's based on lies, right? It's all based on lies. Joe, quickly, Joe Carrico.
3: Uh, concerning uh, uh, Roe v. Wade, I I think that there's a great argument that it's it is our body because the problem with the privacy thing, it was a baby's body too. Yes, so, uh, that's we right. Can still, we can still raise that raise that even stronger to our body and no shot.
2: They dehumanized the baby. They said a baby wasn't a person. Now
3: the
0: baby is a human again.
2: That's right. They got away with it. Myra, quickly.
1: Yes, Coach. Um, Psalm 2-3. Let us break their bones in pieces and cast away their carts from us. Hallelujah.
2: That's the great commandment and the great commission. See you tomorrow.